When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. Second and 17 now for Hamilton. He's got time. He'll throw, and it's intercepted. Intercepted. Elks have the football inside the 30. Big turnaround, and it is picked off by the Edmonton Elks, and it's Brady Sheldon with the football. Well, this Elks defense all of a sudden, Morley, is really stepping up. Well, they did step up in the second half. They had that interception. They had another interception. They had the winning score on a fumble recovery return for a touchdown. We call an interception return for a touchdown a pick six. Do I, what are they, the, the fumbles, I guess they call the scoop and score. Doesn't rhyme, though. Doesn't sound as cool as pick six. Maybe we'll have to come up with our own slogan for that. Reed Wilkins with you on Inside Sports, and I'm pleased to welcome to the show for the first time ever the gentleman who had that interception we just played, Brady Sheldon, checking in tonight. Hey, Brady, how are you doing? Great. Hey, Reed, how are you? Thanks for having me. Yes, thanks for coming on. It's uh, it's nice to meet you here over the phone line, and I appreciate you checking in. Let's start with that interception to take us into your helmet. How did that play break down for you? Well, we were, uh, I, I mean, uh, it was a tip ball, and uh, I was able to react and grab it, and, uh, and I, I wish I could have made it to the end zone, but um, the intended, uh, you know, the rest of the guys got me, so... Yeah, it was um, it was an exciting play, and uh, finally could get a turnover. We're trying to force a lot more turnovers. Work work at it all day in practice, so uh, it was good. We could uh, come up with a few of them. Um, we work on those things, and it's really exciting for uh, for uh, them to happen in the game. So, yeah. Well, you mentioned uh, looking for the end zone, and when you first intercepted that, where you are in the field, it, it flashed into my mind. I wonder if he's got a chance to score, because obviously all the offense is leaning in one direction, and now you're starting to take the ball <laughs> the, the other. Did, did you think you had a shot at the touchdown? Have you looked back that, at the film and thought, oh, I, I, didn't think, this way? I didn't think about whether or not I had a shot. I would just had thought it for a second, and then I immediately got tackled. <laughs> so okay. uh, I... It wasn't immediate. It was. A, I had a couple steps. So, um, yeah, it was. It was. It was good timing, um, and we were able to uh, gr- grab a couple more turnovers. And that's. That's what it's about. So great defenses uh, are made of. Um, well, you know, what, the what about back, your so. what about your view of the game-winning play? Hutter causes the fumble, and then Collins takes it in. What'd you see there? Amazing. It was amazing. I mean, we. We needed that. I mean, it really all came down to the punt. We got a pin back there, and uh, we were able to uh, capitalize and score right there. I mean, it's it's uh, it's everything. It's every part of the game. It's special teams. It's defense and offense. So um, it's just it's awesome. 
yeah, it, was, yeah. it was a great feeling. And uh, when it happened, it was like, oh, my gosh, let's go, you know. Well, and I, I don't want to take away from what the offense and the special teams did, but but since you're on defense, I'm going to, I'm going to focus there and give you guys a lot of credit yeah. because I thought it was a very strong second half. I thought you got a lot of pressure on Dane Evans and the turnovers we've already talked about. What in your mind? What were the keys to you guys really asserting yourselves in the second half of that game? Just like you said, we were able to get some pressure on the quarterback. Um, that's what we've been emphasizing. We haven't gotten as much pressure as we'd wanted in the last few games. And this time we were able to get to him a little bit more. And uh, as a result, he, uh, you know, quarterbacks start to you know, make mistakes when that happens. So we were able to capitalize on that. And it, it just um, all those things we talk about in practice, it just didn't really work out for us in those first few games. And I just see it like – you know, it all all happening in such a way in one half. <clears throat> it just goes to show. It just goes to show that um, you just got to keep working at it, and you know, just keep executing what we have to do. And those plays are going to come to us. It's going to come to a lot of players. I think we're gonna uh, we're gonna keep getting the ball all back, and uh, it's really fun. So, okay, well, I, I, you've had an interesting journey through pro football. And I, and I want to go way back in the journey. Can you do Novi, Michigan? Is that your hometown? What What was life like growing no, up in Novi, 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 Michigan? Novi. Yeah, See, you must, it you must hate it. You must get that all the time. That... <laughs> no, I mean I've heard that before. Yeah, no, I've definitely heard that before. It's um, yeah, it's Novi. It's actually number six, so it could be Novi, but it just uh, this is how it was ever pronounced. But it's the number six train station, so they just ended up calling it that and uh there's no train that takes you out from detroit to uh novi anymore so um the name is kind of irrelevant but it's stuck around but yeah i'm from novi it's just outside of detroit michigan and uh, that's where i grew up and went to high school and then i went to school at ferris state university and uh, they were the only ones to offer me it was a d2 and uh, we were in the GLIAC. And they offered me a little scholarship right before signing day, and it's actually on a snow day, so I had to I had to fax in my fax in my uh, letter of intent, and um, yeah, so uh, that's where I ended up going. But yeah, it's uh, it's been quite the journey, it's been quite the journey. Well, I, I should remind everybody, you're 29, not 59, even though you use the fax machine. <laughs> So that's oh yeah, yeah. Oh right, right, yeah. Back in 2000, right, exactly. Yeah, that was uh, 2011, and we had to. Um, it was a, it was a snow day. I got a call right before the day, and uh, I thought about it for a little bit, and because I was in the middle of basketball, we were uh, a really good team, and my mind was saying that I thought I'd played my last snap of football. Honestly, because I, I didn't really want to be a walk. I didn't, I didn't think I was going to be a walk-on just because of the sacrifice away from studies. And I just, if I didn't have a scholarship, I didn't really, really think about walking on. And so I, I got a little scholarship. It wasn't a full ride. And, yeah, it was, it was, uh, I ended up, start, I was a DB. So I was a cornerback in my junior year of high school, then a safety and then at, at Ferris, they uh, 
they had me at safety, and it wasn't until my third year they moved me to like a nickel, like strong safety, Sam linebacker that always played to the field. So, um, yeah, so I was I was a nickel. I was always a uh, apexing the uh, number two player or number three player um, from the uh, from the box. Okay, well, interesting. I, I did not know that that you thought maybe your football career was over in high school, and now you've you've gotten to to go through a few NFL teams. You're you're on your second uh, CFL team. What what what's kept you going? Like you said, you were that close from thinking maybe you're never playing football again in high school. Nine years, uh, well, uh, yeah. What are we at? Eleven years later, you're you're still playing football. You're you're playing pro. What's kept you going? What's kept you a player that the teams want on their roster? Do you think? Um, I don't know. I guess I'm not the best at always talking about myself, but I, I would say just, I would say just, I, I, I give good effort and uh, I care about the uh, the team and I care about, you know, I care about winning, and I think that I think that matters uh, to coaches and you know the front office. So I would say that um, I think when someone really care like cares about the team and cares about winning and gives good effort. I think that's attractive to, you know, and contagious around everybody else. So I just try to do that. And I think, um, you know, maybe that's what has helped me uh, stick around organizations or, you know, at least get other opportunities. So that's, I guess, my idea. Okay. Now, when did the first CF, when was the first time the CFL hopped onto your radar and it became a a realistic uh, career opportunity for you? I would say. The CFL, um, oh, it was when, uh, so I got a call actually from a, uh, a a teammate and one of my roommates in the NFL, and it was uh, Tavier Thomas, and he, told, he had asked me if I wanted to play in the CFL because one of his coaches from the Browns was coaching in uh, the CFL and wanted to know if uh, I wanted to play football and, you know, asked him about me, and I said, and he said, yeah, that's my best friend. Uh, anyways, yeah, I'll give him a call. We'll see. And so he called me. And I said, oh, what? No way. Toronto? And so I hadn't been on a team since December of 20. Oh, actually, our last game with, with the Jets was, <clears throat> I think, January 2nd, 2021. 20, so I hadn't been, a, and then they didn't re-sign me. So I hadn't been a team on, all, uh, on a team all of 21. And this was, I think, November 1st is when I got the call. And then had to do the whole quarantine thing in Toronto for a couple of days. And then I got signed. And I didn't play that initial game for the Eastern Conference uh, to clinch the Eastern Conference uh, bye. But uh, I ended up playing the makeup game against Edmonton. And so I was able to at least get a game of some defense and some special teams. And then, um, yeah, I, I wasn't I wasn't active for that final playoff game against uh, Hamilton uh, with Toronto because we had some veterans come back from injury, and so I was down that game. But um, yeah, they had re-signed me, and I did camp over at Guelph University with them, and that was a you know I didn't realize how close that was to home, as I am only uh, about two hours and forty-five minutes <clears throat> from that university. So it's kind of cool. I, I drove over there and they camped there, but you know they had other plans, and so they they cut me. And uh, I reached out to Coach Jones, and he said, "Yeah, I'd love to have you." So that's where I'm at now. 
Right on. Okay, well, we're happy to have you. I, I thought you had a, a great game on Friday, even without the interception. I thought you were involved in a lot of plays, so looking good there. Let me ask you this. I'll stick to the linebacker position, even though you, you played some other positions. In terms of playing linebacker, what, if any, are some of the differences between playing it on, a, on, a, on an American field and the Canadian-sized field? Um, I guess at playing linebacker, it, I mean, it's pretty similar. You're, you're right. You have to play with your nose and your three-tech in front of you. You got, you got your, de- your defensive ends. I guess in coverage, you know you have somebody else. There's times an extra DB out there for you. So, uh, you know, playing with different uh, a different leverage a little bit, but it's all inside out when you're playing from from middle linebacker. And um, and at will, it's it's pretty similar to the NFL because you can get two receivers out there, or you can get one receiver out there to the boundary. Um, but obviously, as you know, the, the field's a little wider, so that would be the biggest difference. And you know, the pace of play is the other thing, as you know, that it, that is the <clears throat> the biggest difference. And I and I, I like it. I mean, I mean, I like the bigger field. I think it plays to my uh, advantage. So. Um, yeah, I like it. I enjoy it. Okay. Well, good for you. I'll ask you one more. And, and hey, you've you, you've moved around. You, uh, Novi, I now know how to say it, so thank you for that. You, some looks in the NFL. You were in Toronto. How have you uh, adjusted to life in Edmonton so far? Are you starting to feel like an Edmontonian? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I am a little bit. It's been a little over a month because I got here, you know, right before um, the second preseason game. I got a little scooter to get me around town, and uh, yeah, a little electric little scooter. I've never had a, a scooter like this, but uh, it's it's cool. Um, actually, I have my girlfriend in town visiting. She she came to the Hamilton game and flew out, and so she's visiting this week. And uh, we were actually able to do some touristy things with these last couple of days off, and we went to uh, Jasper, and then we uh, drove down to Banff and back basically in 24 hours and that was uh it was, it was really fun we got to see some cool some cool uh animal life and some nature and some the glacial lakes and some rocky mountains it was a uh, really felt like an edmontonian <laughs> well that's yeah, awesome well that have you would... done all those have you done all that stuff oh i, I go to I, Jasper I have, and see bear and elk. yes <laughs> I, yeah i, I went down I, lake maline uh, Lake Malign yes. Road or yep. Malign Lake Road, and we saw two elk immediately going down that road. Male elk with velvet, I mean, with their antlers to up to the trees. It was ridiculous. And then uh, saw a couple bald eagles on the water right there. And then as soon as we uh, turned around from the lake, uh, black bear in the road. It was like well, within go. an hour and a half. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. And then uh, about an hour and a half down the road. We were getting closer to, I think, Lake Plateau, 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 and uh, we saw a longhorn sheep, which was amazing, and uh, and then we saw another bear and its uh, cub. It was uh, it was a crazy, it was an amazing experience. So definitely felt like a, um, you know, an Edmontonian for sure. Well, that's oh, well, that's awesome. Out in uh, out in the mountains, I'm glad you got a chance to enjoy it. Hey, Brady, thanks for letting us get to know you a little bit. Uh, again, congratulations on the uh, interception. I hope you have another big game coming up against Calgary on Thursday. Enjoy it. 
Thanks, Reed. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Right on. That is Brady Sheldon checking in tonight, linebacker for your Edmonton Elks. And, uh, man, really interesting. So the name of the town he grew up in, I, I pronounced it incorrectly. I wasn't sure. It's spelled N-O-V-I. It's pronounced Novi. I said uh, Novi when I asked him about it. It's Novi, and it's it's number six. So imagine the the Roman the Roman the Roman the Roman numeral six is V-I. So N-O-V-I number six Michigan. It used to be a train station that that no longer goes there. So that's where he grew up. Was playing basketball in high school. And uh, then he commits to Ferris State University, a Division II school, to play in the NCAA, thinking that he might have been done with football after his last snap in high school. Uh, got a look at the with the Raiders, the Browns, the Packers, the Bengals, the Jets, the Argos, and uh, now he's with the Edmonton Elks, and hopefully we have him for a while. And he experienced some of Alberta. Went to, to Jasper, went to Banff with the girlfriend, saw all that wildlife, so he's fitting in very well on and off the field. Good stuff there from Brady Sheldon of your Edmonton Elks. Speaking of wildlife, we are going to name the animal when we get back. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. Def Leppard coming. I think, is it two months today? It might be. Uh, Def Leppard at Commonwealth Stadium? September. Is it September 4th? September 4th, yep. There you go. September 4th. Two months today. That's where I will be watching Leopard play live. 4 p.m. Commonwealth Stadium with other great acts like Joan Jett, Motley Crue, et cetera, et cetera. Poison. Don't forget Poison. And poison. Pick up that guitar and to talk to me. Okay. We we haven't done this in a while. I was off work last week during the playoffs. Uh, obviously, we're, we're hot and heavy into all the uh, postseason stuff. The Oilers went into the Western Conference Final. So it's time for our world-famous segment. The only reason I decided to come back to work today, because they said, Reed, you can do name the animal. So quickly to summarize, Kellen is going to put the uh, sound of an animal on the air, he either has the animal live in person or he recorded it, and I have to name the animal. I have to guess what animal makes that sound. It is not a contest. You can help me if you want, but you don't You don't win anything. This is purely for entertainment and, more importantly, educational purposes. All right, Kellen, let's do it. Name the animal. Here we go. That's a sparrow. No. That, that's a bird for sure. I always think it's a, yes. bo- a bird. It's that a bird. It has yeah. to be a bird. It is. A, All right. So it it's some bird. sort of a bird. Wow, this is going to be hard. The only bird I got quickly was woodpecker because you had the 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 doing his pecking with the beak. <laughs> okay. It's, no, that's wrong. It's known. <laughs> but it's not a woodpecker. All right. Can you play it again? I'm, I'm terrible with my bird noises. Is it a blue jay, perhaps? You it is not. Is it a cardinal? It is not. Uh, okay, I'll give you a hint. Is it an oriole? It is not an oriole. Is it, it a devil ray? Oh, it, wait, that's not a bird. Yeah, it, is, it is a little bit larger than uh, the birds you were talking about. Actually, quite a bit larger than the birds you're talking about. Oh, is, is it a flamingo? No, it is not. Is it an ostrich? Uh, here's your second uh, hint. Happy July 4th. Is, it, is that an eagle? That's an eagle. That's an eagle. I would have... Okay. I would have thought an eagle made a more... 
a deeper sound, quite frankly. Maybe so, a more intimidating sound. Uh, That's quite a gentle sound, I th- think. Th- there we go. The story on this is Hollywood has a habit of kind of making eagles sound a little bit sound more beefier than they roaring. actually are in real life. But this is the real life of a bald eagle in the, in the Pacific Northwest, apparently, is the title of the tape here. Oh, yeah, but they're all, all every, everything is soft in the Pacific Northwest. I bet you if you got a... Uh, an eagle from the Midwest, it would sound him up and flush for a drop. Well, yeah, maybe it's as soft as a Seattle Seahawks, uh, Seahawks uh, quarterbacking situation. I don't know. No, we'll is see. this? There's a video on YouTube that it says 10 hours of eagle sounds. Is that where you got this from? No, I did see that one though. <laughs> we're gonna just, we're, good night, everybody. Here's 10 hours of eagle sounds. This will take us right to the to Daryl and uh, Chelsea tomorrow morning. <laughs> tomorrow morning. Here's a bunch of eagle noises. All right. Well, that was educational. Now I know what an eagle sounds like so I can identify it in the wild. (laughs) The Brick Tournament going on at West End. We'll give you the update when we get back. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.